Oh, you thought we were done. You thought the podcast was over. You thought this business had gone belly up, but alas. (laughs) We're still out here, still on top. Yeah, I'm still out here, even though I've had... So they released an article about like... Airbnb uh, or or like locations throughout the U.S. where like home prices have collapsed. Airbnb <laughs> and my neighborhood is number one. <laughs> well, where prices have gone down? Where like I, uh, what was the article exactly? I've had like ten. I read it like this came out like months ago, and I read it months ago. And for some reason, maybe it's making the rounds again or something like that. But I've had like multiple people. I think like two days ago, like three different people. One person I was with and two other people, one texted, one called me. They're like, do you see this article about your town? Yeah, honestly, I I, I don't know if anyone would feel sorry for me at all if Airbnb blew up in my face. And I wouldn't even expect them to either. Like, you know, because I think they assume that we're like uh, on, you know, got gold plated toilet seats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, either way. No, I had friends call me like either worried or maybe like they've been like asking me how to do stuff and they're like wait a minute is yeah. does this guy know nothing and is he about <laughs> to collapse have, should I have been listening to a fucking word he's been saying I'm never letting that dude hog the story at dinner ever again yeah and like yeah, honestly no long story short um, you know depending on when you bought yeah, you got fucked, you know? Sure. If you bought when prices were at a peak and as rates already started rising, Dude, there's yeah. actually a nice opportunity happening in a lot of these collapsing towns because I've noticed there's a lot of these homes where somebody bought it, injected like 50 to 100 grand into renovating. It looks yep. beautiful yep. because they use like Vacasa or, or Evolve or whatever to manage the renovation, which they actually do a pretty good job on. Uh, at, at least that. aesthetically, they seem to like know what works on Airbnb. I can't fully attest to the quality, but the one I saw was pretty good. But then what also happens is they also use them to manage. So now you have this like, uh, and I've looked up some of these owners because there was one we were looking at. Yeah, you told me about this before. Yeah. yeah, and they like live in Brooklyn. They have full-time jobs. They're not really interested in like putting a ton of thought or time into this. Sort of like what you might assume I am if you didn't, <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know better that oh, yeah, we've actually put a lot of thought and work into it well you know what to be frank i think myself and and my brother and my wife and his girlfriend like we're all doing it together so we have a lot of different skills that we're bringing to it and a lot of heads combined or whatever but anyway yeah they're living in brooklyn they're paying somebody like 10 to probably 20 percent actually to manage the thing they bought it at peak price they bought it at peak interest rates or even if they didn't even still if you're paying somebody 10 15 20 percent to manage and you're kind of absent you're not really like seeing what they're doing and they're supposedly not very good like like they get shit reviews they get people in they don't do a great like filter of who's booking it and all that so a lot of these places are now going on the market because yeah. they figure they'll get it before it totally drops. I don't think it's actually going to drop much. It's kind of stable right now. I don't necessarily see it dropping. But yeah, the occupancy is like dropping for some of these people. They've had to drop price. We've had to drop prices. I'm sure. not going to pretend we didn't, obviously. That's what happens in a market. But you know, you need to be able to... Uh, 
you know, do your math. Well, everyone is, it's, it's a comparison game with Airbnb where everyone is comparing, comparing to the year before. And sometimes the year before might've been the greatest year of all time. Right. The shit dropped like, <laughs> exactly, which it was. Yeah. The, the shit dropped 50%, but off of a peak of like 200%. Yeah. In 2021, we were all like lighting cigars with $20 bills. Right, right. Everyone was an Airbnb guru. Same thing in, two, in 2019. Everyone was, you know, could teach you the five principles, whatever. And then 2020, Two was kind of soft, and then this year has been fine. If if you were expecting nothing, this year has been fine. There's nothing wrong with this year. Yeah. But if you're expecting 2021, you're constantly mad, and that's what I have with some owners where they're just like they're like win you know win millionaire kind of thing you know and it's right. like you know if if you if buying an Airbnb to get some profits, some returns, and hold the property forever and be able to use it at your leisure, you'll never be sad. But if you are looking to be make these insane returns, this TikTok bullshit, then you're going to be sad every day. You're going to crash and burn because also there's yeah. a big difference between expecting high returns and managing your costs so that they're dependent on high returns. Yes. And so that's what these people did, you know, and they dumped again, if you dumped like 60 grand a hundred grand to renovate a place and you've got a, you know, carrying costs of let's say like a mortgage plus your electric plus like everyone you're paying around the Airbnb ecosystem. If you need somebody to bring your trash to the curb, whatever yep. else it is, the less you are going to do yourself or the less you know how to do the more you are setting yourself up for fa for failure. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know how to renovate stuff, you're going to, have to trust other people and you'll probably make a bad decision if it's your first time. Right. You get a bad loan and then you're making bad furniture decisions and then you have like overpriced cleaners, you have overpriced management maybe. And then you're like, oh, Airbnb's busting. It's like, no, you are just shitty. <laughs> yeah. You're bad at the game. I mean, one know? of the ways that we got lucky, which I think other people did too, they just didn't learn their lessons, is that a lot of the mistakes we made were during that good Airbnb period. Yeah, and so we we did buy some of the wrong furniture. We did yes. buy some furniture that's like, yeah, no, this is not going to last type shit, you know. Uh, but thankfully, we did that during a time where we had some money to reinvest into buying new furniture and things like that. Yeah, I, I just think that there's like a reality set setting in for some people with Airbnb, and that's good because like when Airbnb gets hard. It's best for people who are good at Airbnb. Yeah. If you're not that good at it or not that committed to it, when things get hard, it's really painful. Like, and that's you know? and that's any any kind of market like that. Sure. If you can survive it, then your competition is going to get knocked out and you're going to do better afterwards. Yeah. Sometimes it's a game of who can hold their breath the longest. And if your costs are managed correctly and you're doing everything right and you, you know. Yeah, whatever. Totally. Or unfortunately, if you're a giant corporation that can yeah. <laughs> just withstand uh, massive losses while your competition dies. But outside of that, it's pretty good because shady people are going to get out of the business. And yep. then also a bunch of them are selling their houses right now for what's, I would say, like not an amazing price still because there's not that kind of correction that people think there is. Yep. But for like pretty reasonable prices considering... Um, they dumped a bunch of money into the property. The problem is, is just now you got to get a 7% plus mortgage if you're going to try to buy one of those. You know, like when I see stuff like that, it just reminds me that everyone on the internet is a fucking liar. Like everyone is lying all the time yeah. about everything, about returns, about future threats, about Vaccines. who they are. <laughs> yeah, you know, about... Who's in charge of the know, deep state? Yeah, yeah exactly. But know. also Airbnb, adrenochrome. Stuff. You know, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. So it's just one of those things. It's it's so funny. Like I I we all get sucked into that where you're watching something and you're like, oh man, and you're like, oh, this guy is just lying. Is is nothing? Yeah, he's just a liar. It's just like the oldest thing in the world. It's you know? just hard, I think, if you're not a person who lies a lot. You tend to like just have this bias towards believing yes that other people aren't doing that. You forget that people could make a different choice than you and just lie. <laughs> Not only that, but I'll I'll go so far as to say maybe I don't even believe this. I was gonna say I go so far as to say some of those people aren't even making like an immoral choice. They just see the internet as a tool yeah. to acquire leads or whatever else it is, and they're just emotionally and morally divorced from like truth is irrelevant here this yes. is a path towards leads or whatever yeah they're is. playing they're playing a game they're not communicating to human beings like there's I, I, I it's always like that with conspiracy stuff too where it's like there's these mirrors you can tell the future and uh, scientists don't want you to know and it's like do you really think that like, <laughs> you got your little purple lights you really believe if i came to your house right now it's like i'll kill your mom if you lie do you think that there's mirrors that make you tell the truth will you stick with this to yeah the point of killing your mom yeah exactly and that's our new podcast is we kidnap people <laughs> and confront them with their pitch and no. kidnap their mom and their moms it's very expensive um speaking of bad hosts i uh i went to myrtle beach with my girlfriend mm -hmm. have you ever been to myrtle beach yeah and you know what people warned me and i had a good time because i it's went great. to an all-you-can-eat seafood place and it was yes. phenomenal i love myrtle beach i don't give a fuck what anyone says i want to play putt putt i want to eat a flatbread pizza i feel bad the, the club there closed that i did um yeah it, i think it, it was a myrtle beach that's comedy club it's because <laughs> <laughs> i it, like it, boris fuck in, this in my wake they all shut down he's like he's too good we, we <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah that one closed but uh we went there there was an airbnb in a hotel which is just the most myrtle beach shit of all time right they had like a cross posting so we book it and, and we knew it was going to be bad you know whatever but we get there and like every chair in the lobby looks like a daycare where it's just like a sucker stuck to this one oh, and like Christ. some goldfish crunched into the carpet and we're like who gives a shit it's the beach it's right on the beach right yeah. we pay like a hundred dollars some insane price for the summer and then we get in there, we do our thing, and it's fine. And then we go home, and it's 2 in the morning in the apartment, and the bass is going next door. It's going super fucking loud. I write the host. He's like, hey, call the front desk. No problem. Call the front desk. There is no front desk. No one's answering <laughs> the phone. And I was like, how do I get a hold? He's like, I don't know. And I call Airbnb, and they're like, we don't know. And so know what I end up doing? I get the number. I, I discover I can call other people in the hotel. I call the person next door, and I'm like, hey, uh, this is the front desk. And we got a complaint about some noise <laughs> coming from your room. You took on the job. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. We'll turn it down right now. And they Hilarious. did. And then I still got a partial refund from Airbnb. Okay. That's not too shabby. Yeah. It's like sometimes you use the dark and the light. Use your craftiness. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was so satisfied with myself. I think my girlfriend was very turned on by that. Like, oh. <laughs> power move right yeah, there. Yeah, that's power, baby. Um, so, yeah, we both had two other recent uh, catastrophes. Oh, yeah. Mine wasn't I, I'm not a catastrophe, especially compared to yours, I think. Um, yeah, but the bullshit factor was high. Well, I don't know. Bullshit factor was high. Like, how can you, how could you say what happened to you in, in like, as a headline, like your story? Because as I a like headline, I had Airbnb kick out my guests for the first time ever. Wow. Okay. 
Because I feel like when you were messaging me about it, you were like balls deep in it. They were still... Yeah, because it was that situation similar to that one other time where the guy just like wasn't answering my messages and didn't leave and like asked about another day but wasn't paying and like... Yes, broke the chair and then assembled the chair. Assembled the chair to make it look like they didn't break it. But like in the midst of it, you also like have no idea which way this is going to go, you know? Yes. And so I, I can tell this pretty quickly, I think, because there's not that much to it. Basically for... From the beginning, the guy sent me three different rental registrations. So he's trying to bring like two to three times the amount of people that we allow. And I message him and I'm like, so first he sends two different ones and there was like some overlap and he's just like, yeah, no, the first one is the right one. I'm like, okay. And I'm clear like already the name. Already a red flag. Yeah. And I'm like, only the names on this registration will be allowed in the gate. To be clear, we we have a max occupancy. He's like, okay, uh, can I bring two extra and i'm like we charge this much per person per day for above the maximum occupancy he's like okay never mind i'm not gonna bring them okay then the day (laughs) of their check-in i get another registration i'm like hi these registrations are required days ahead of time you also already did it i see entirely new list of names here just to be clear 12 people he's like yeah 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 so of course like i can see in the ring cam how many people are fucking coming in through the door so but i'm not even looking like i'm not fucking staring at a ring cam you know what i mean yeah, so you have better things to do with your life yeah but once you start other problems then i'm looking so of course like within just getting there they're like blasting music plat- past uh it's an 11 p.m quiet hour Pretty reasonable, I think. Yeah. So they're. <laughs> I, I think so too. So they're blasting music, and I try to. I forget, like, if I. Oh, they're blasting music, and so then I look on the camera, and he also parked a car on the lawn for no fucking reason at all. We have a giant, like, H shaped parking lot. It's like on a hill, and I'm like, hi. Uh, like I messaged him he ignored me I texted him he ignored me I called him finally he picks up he's like hi I messaged you on like, the sorry, app. I can't hear you over this music <laughs> yeah well so I'm like you guys gotta turn down the music right now we have neighbors that are not that far away and it's a HOA like you, you can't be doing this also there's a car parked on the lawn there's no reason for that. Please yeah, don't park this? on the My lawn. Big Greek wedding. So I think they must have been drunk or something because I'm oh, watching on the yeah. ring cam now and he backs the car up and off of the side and like skids off of the actual driveway into the culvert. Many people don't know what a culvert is. Apparently, this is very specific to our neighborhood. This is in the Pocono Mountains. And so in mountainous regions, when it rains and when when snow melts the water has to have a way to divert downward and so under each driveway there is a tube uh where the water goes through that's what that is and and on both sides there's a dip so the water drips and then it goes under the driveway through and back and those are the culverts and you are responsible for cleaning them and all that kind of shit and so anyway he kind of like peels off of it i eventually just went to sleep but i just watched them from like midnight till whenever his friend with a truck like pulling him out of this thing basically so eventually his friend pulled him out i assume and then the next day i think there wasn't any issues they were there for one two three nights uh at least i didn't hear of any issues finally the third day at like 2 p.m they're like blasting music right to the point where someone called me from the community and thankfully the neighbor has uh my brother's number 
and she's pretty like chill and she knows that we're trying our best to be good neighbors and make sure we don't have parties like there's no parties rule on our listing like blah 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 so i'm like message call i'm like you guys got to turn down the music nothing like hour or two later the boyfriend of the neighbor comes to their door i still don't actually know what happened but supposedly he came over to tell them to turn it down i just know that they didn't turn it down so finally after like a bunch of messages where i'm like this is your last warning we'll be contacting airbnb to remove your group is that clear doesn't respond doesn't respond to text. Finally, uh, so at that point, I'd messaged Airbnb because it had been hours of them blasting yeah. music. Why, why we, yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. just too much. So anyway, finally he picks up and I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I'm at the lake. I was like, well, you guys are blasting music. No one's picking up. Um, the neighbors have complained. We have two complaints now. We'll lose our license if we get actually written up by the HOA. I And I was like trying to be so like, I want you guys to have a good time. I promise you, like, I'm not, I have no interest in fucking, like, keeping an eye on you or, like, uh, asserting any rules here. Like, we're, we do this to try for you guys to have a good time. Yes. Please just be respectful, but this is now, like, multiple strikes, so I just want to be really clear with you right now. And by the way, the first night when they came, what was it? They had some issue that I solved for them. I forget, like, maybe... Ice or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like... They said that uh, they'd like used up all the ice in the ice machine and it, it, it literally just didn't make more ice yet, I think, is what happened. But I literally had someone bring them a bag of ice just because I literally yeah. had just picked one up for the store. So I had it like handy. So I, was, so I had someone in, anyway magically bring them a fucking bag of ice when they ran out of ice. Above and beyond, just because if I can do it, I try to do it. Sure, you know? yeah, why not? So now that I call him and I'm like, listen, I'm going to need you to reply, <laughs> not to me now, you. but I'm going to need you to reply on the Airbnb message so that Airbnb sees and that it is in writing that you have seen my message and you will follow house rules moving forward and you will turn down the music. Do you understand? Tell me right now you understand and then write in text that you understand. Do you understand? He's like, yes, I understand. Also, we have some complaints about the house. <laughs> and I'm and I stop him right there, and eventually Megan told me to get off the phone because I was starting to get lose oh, my shit yeah, a little bit. This is tell, yeah, you wrote me. You're, you're like, I, <laughs> it, it was like five to... o'clock on a Sunday. I was like trying to chill with my wife and daughter. Like I'm not trying to deal with this right now, so I'm already fucking annoyed, you know. Yes. And uh, and so I'm like, we're not doing this right now. I don't care what complaints you have, frankly, because I'm spending all my resources now talking to the neighbor and making sure that like there's no trouble that you guys have started. So. You You'll notice before when you had an issue with the ice machine, I wouldn't above and beyond and solved your issue. There's no more of that. We're not having a back and forth right now. Yeah. This isn't a tit for tat. Yeah. You need to just follow the house rules now and tell me that you understand. He's like, okay. So he doesn't turn down the music at all. Nothing happens. Jesus. We message Airbnb. Airbnb cancels their reservation and agrees. They see all the messages. They see him not responding within time to any of them. Cancels it. <laughs> Then, two days later, he tries to charge me for damage to his car from when he drunkenly drove it off oh, the thing. Fucking Christ. Um, the part of the story that I thought was the very funniest that you didn't mention is they lied about their guest count. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, the this part, part is great. So, after they were, <laughs> after they are kicked out, after, and no one physically had to kick them out. They left when Airbnb canceled the reservation. Yeah. He even messaged, hi, Airbnb canceled, so we are leaving. But after they're canceled, 
the entire family and friends go on the front lawn to take a group photo. Yeah. So you can just see there's 16 people there. Perfect. You just know there's a 12 person max and there they are one at a time walking from their group photo into the house, literally counting them off as they go. Oh my God. And which we still, by the way, didn't charge them for. Uh, I was going to charge for like a book because they fucked up a bunch of sheets too. I ended up getting, I guess what the payout I got was from Airbnb. They damaged, I think it was like three pillow. There was like, I forget what it was. Was it vomit or was it (laughs) dirt? It might've been dirt from a dog. I can't remember what it was, but there were permanent stains on like several. I ended up getting $69 from Airbnb and I should have charged for the extra guests. I think my brother and mother might've fucked that up or something. I still might, honestly, after he tried to charge us $1,600 for damage to his cars because he backed it off the side of the driveway. Did he write you a shitty review? I can't remember. Oh yeah, he did. And then we got it removed because I don't understand why Airbnb let him write a review. How are you going to let a guest that got kicked out for a party write review obviously it's going to be retaliatory and so his review said and i don't know for sure what race he is i know he changed his name after the fact on his airbnb profile (laughs) but his name was an indian name and they were blasting indian music outside and it sure looked to me like they were indian but one regardless he wrote by the way this neighborhood not friendly to black people hashtag black lives matter in all caps which probably helped remove his review because it's like wholly irrelevant to anything yes nobody even knew like nobody paid attention to what race or whatever they were at any point during this process i I didn't even fucking see them until I started paying attention because they started getting noise complaints. Yeah, I like how they're like now a crusader for the black community after they basically ruined your... Yeah, <laughs> and he changed his name after the fact when he wrote this on his profile to like, a, I don't want to say the name, but like just a... Hey, fuck it, he changed it to Dave. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, God. That thing where they lined up to take the picture is so funny to so me. So funny. It's just... You know, there's like being bad at Airbnb and then there's like being bad at life where you just for sure. How are you that like, uh, I guess they just don't care at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, very clearly like they did this whole registration thing where they tried to sneak an extra guest. Like it's not smart. It's I don't know if they think it's like automated or what. I don't know. But yeah. And and I, I think we've talked about this before where like it must be so interesting to just truly not give a fuck at all. You plan your family vacation, 16 people, 12. What's the difference? You know, like, how do these people get anywhere? How do they buy plane tickets? You're like, eight people on six tickets. And I mean, that's the thing is these are the people where, like, eventually, like, some catastrophe happens. Yes. And they're outraged or confused. And it's like, you did 10 different things in a row that led to this. Yeah. No one can swim. Why were we all on a boat without life preservers or whatever? Right. Like, God, yeah, Jesus, that's so bad. Um, so yeah, that's the first time I ever had to call Airbnb and have them cancel a reservation. And honestly, like the house damage, I'm sure it was like not great, but not terrible. The yard damage, it, it wasn't that bad. You know, funny enough, they aside from the damaged sheets, they left the home in like reasonably clean condition. That's nice. Yeah, uh, but know what it is is like exactly what you're describing, where it's like you're sitting there with your wife and your baby trying to relax. And instead, you're like, no, you listen, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like that gear that you go into when you're having to deal with people like that. It's just there's, it's so hard to not 
hit the top, you know? I didn't. It's not often that I really feel myself losing control of my, like, emotional state. I don't do that very often. And as soon as Megan heard, she was like, hang up the phone right now. This is not going to go anywhere where it's a productive thing. Yeah. I, um, we recently, it's like much shorter of a story, but we recently got robbed. (laughs) 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 And like, there's like a Murphy's Law thing that happens with Airbnb where you have the worst guest of all time. And then the next day is somebody who needs the house to be a vanilla box or they will fall apart. You know, they just are like the most, they're allergic to Wi-Fi and they just <laughs> like the salt crystals need to be stacked. And that's exactly what we had happen. This, the guest, we had a one night stay. These people were terrible. And the cleaner shows up. The front door is unlocked. It's closed in the front yard. And she's like, I don't feel comfortable going in. I was like, absolutely. Don't go in, you know, because it's a security concern. Right. Right. So we send a second. Uh, David, my assistant, goes to help her out and they go into the house and it's fucked. Handrail ripped off the wall, TVs in the bedroom stolen. They got our tools out and tried to take the TV from the living room off the wall, but they're too stupid. They couldn't figure it out. (laughs) And they tried to break into our owner's closet with like kitchen knives and they couldn't figure that out. And they just fucked up everything and they smoked a bunch of weed in there. And David's like, yeah, this place sucks. This is all I'm going to be doing. We have like three hours to turn it over. I send a third cleaner. Adrian's uh, daughter goes out, you know, and Adrian's awesome, but it was just too much. So she goes out and then they're all there. And then, and David's like, I got to buy TVs. So I send a fourth cleaner. So we have four people there turning this place over and it was still two hours past checkout, you know, and then we got to file a police report. And then like the lady saying that it wasn't her, it was her nephew who was there. And so I get his number and I'm trying to call him. Meaning she wasn't there at all. No, she's saying she, yeah, I know what you're getting at, but no, she was there, but when she left, it was fine. But then somehow her nephew stole the TVs off the wall and ripped the handrail and ate wings in bed or whatever. Which is kind of funny because like she's still responsible. Like she's the one that rented it. So it doesn't really help her. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I want to call the police too on him. And I'm like, all right, I don't know what you're getting. Good. Go do whatever (laughs) you want to do. Double police report, (laughs) like cosign. Anyway, so we're still going through that, but like, it's just crazy to me. Like TVs aren't even that expensive. Like I was in a Walmart the other day. There's like a 50 inch TV for like $300 now. Right. What do you think you're going to get for a used 40 inch, 30 inch TV? Also, you're probably going to like crack the screen by the yeah. time you get it, wherever you're taking yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, that's yeah. the thing. They cost $300 for a reason. You can't really transport it <laughs> yeah, once exactly. that styrofoam yes. box is yeah. gone. Yeah. That box was all that was holding the TV together. <laughs> when we were furnishing the houses, you know how many fucking TVs brand new we took out of the box and they ended up having cracks in them or something? Uh, yeah. Pretty often. And then you don't know until it's fucking mounted and you turn it on because you can't tell. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, kind of bad image, but. It was nuts. and I, But, you know, like I will say we've had so much trouble this summer that I'm getting better at going to 10 and then coming back down fast. Yeah. It's like, okay, right now I need to be like situation room president, drop everything, make everything happen, and then tr- try to get back down to like a normal heartbeat. Compartmentalize. Yeah. Because ultimately these things can be refurnished. No one died. Everyone's safe, you know. So I, I don't know. That's I guess that's part of the game. For sure. Yeah. I, I think managing your emotional state when dealing with these things is definitely part of it. I mean, honestly, that's why a lot of people don't go into this sort of thing, which I think is totally fair. Is some people just don't have the temperament to deal with the kind of shit. 
Yeah, it would hurt too much for them to to be like I don't want to say betrayed because I don't have any relationship with these people. Right. But to to see that it's like being a like. I don't know, like working in an eviction court, I imagine, or being a cop or something like that, where you see like you see great people, and then you also see the absolute worst of people, right? You know? And you always have to be prepared for it to be the absolute worst, or you're going to get fucked. How do you feel about hosts as guests? You know what? I don't think I've had enough of a sample size. I've had people say I'm a host as well. Um, I, I don't have any specific memories that would like lead me to believe they're exceptionally good or exceptionally bad the general consensus in my opinion is that people say hosts i've heard they're bad are bad guests i've had like mixed experiences but like i don't know it I, probably depends on what kind of host you are i think i'm a pretty good guest specifically because i know the things that are a big pain in the ass and the things that aren't um i'm aware there's just really basic things that even a person that's a good person otherwise just doesn't think about like just the fact of yeah. like turnaround time that they're like but can we have, you know, early check-in at one? And, like, they're being nice and not being rude, but it's just very clear from the way that they're discussing it that they just don't understand that, like, this isn't a hotel. The group yes. before you checks out at 11. I can check in with the cleaner at 11, and depending on the state of the home, let you know if it'll be done early. But, like, I can't give you check-in at 11 because that's when the last group leaves. So unless you want to just take over the home in whatever condition they leave it in, I, that's not going to work. Yeah, I, I, I think... I don't know. Like when I host a, a host, I don't take them lightly. I assume I'm going to have to fucking work for these people and razzle dazzle them because I feel like uh, it's like when a car guy looks at a car like or take goes with the lady to look at a car where they're going to like be harder on me even for sure. the same transaction, you know? We had we had this lady who claimed to be a host and she uh, my my girlfriend just has her first place up now. She's Come to the dark side. <laughs> and we have this, this lady who books as a host. And her first question is like, hey, I'd like to get there and check in around like noon. I was like, come on. Come on. That is like the one thing we all know you right, can't right. just reasonable. That's not a reasonable question. You know, and I was like, hey, blah, 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 you know, answer. And then cool, cool, cool. And then she writes us back. and She's like, hey, I got COVID and I can't come. And we're like, all right. God bless you, you yeah. know. And then she's like, "I want a full refund," and we're like, "Absolutely fucking not!" <laughs> you know, like it's like three days till the yeah. the days. And she's like, "Uh, well, you know, we're just asking for a little grace here." And I'm like, "Well, if you cancel right now, you'll get your entire cleaning fee back plus the taxes, whatever." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, but that's not good enough." Blah 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 blah. So we're like, so I feel bad for my girlfriend because she's very conflict diverse. And then I'm having to be big daddy in this situation and like fight this lady. And I keep like writing messages and then deleting them and like writing messages and deleting them because I want to like. This is too much. Yeah. Yeah. I want to like pounce on this lady, but I'm trying to be nice about it. Yeah. And, uh, and she keeps coming, like keeps going and like we're both getting anxious because normally it's like I'm a ball of stress and she can be like, hey, look, I made hot tea and like, you know, don't worry about it. Oh, they're, they're buttholes, whatever. But now we're both just sitting there like white knuckled, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, and then so finally it comes to the point where this lady, I was like, I was like, you can call Airbnb and show them your documentation of COVID and maybe they'll give you money back. You can cancel. We'll give you a rebook refund. That's the choices if you don't like. And she's like, that's a non. Or you can keep sending messages here that'll be ignored. Yeah, exactly. But if that makes you feel good, have <laughs> at it. <laughs> so eventually I was like, I was like, we're not here to argue with you or be harassed by you. And I was like, I'm about to report her for harassment, which is a big problem, by the way. 
if someone reports you for harassment, that can really fuck your shit up. And it's just yeah. So long story short, she was you know like this lady just wasn't. You know, people just want it both ways. Like, when you book, you get two things. You get the certainty that I won't book to someone else, and then you get the actual experience of the property. Those are two separate things you're getting from me and for the price, right? But she but she wanted to have that and get all her money back, you know, at the same time. And I just didn't think it was fair. So it just turns into this whole fucking shit show. And then eventually, <laughs> we just, like, lay down the law. And, oh, and the other thing, too, is at every turn, she's explaining how hosting works. Because she see, sees Lauren as a new host, and she sees me as a co-host, but she doesn't investigate. And she's right. like, well, in the hosting world, you can see on my profile, I'm a super host. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. I don't want to like <laughs> say some shit. And then she just keeps going on. She's like, and you know, this is really why the Airbnb platform is going down is because hosts like you are doing this. And I just wanted to be like, look, bitch, <laughs> there's nothing about hosting you can tell me that I don't know already. You know right, I mean? and you're not going to talk to me like I'm like a cog in the Airbnb wheel and you want me to like pass a note along for management. Yeah, yeah, like this is me and I don't care about you or you're like, right. I don't even believe you have COVID. I think you're lying. Right, I right. think you found somewhere else to go or whatever and it was it was just a whole thing. Anyways, and so she canceled and we got to keep some of the money and she got some of her money back. So it was a fair deal. Yeah. Well, there's definitely that thing of like, somebody who um, doesn't ask ahead of time, let's say for early check-in and then mentions it as a post note later intentionally to like bully you into it as if like, aren't you afraid of losing my business? And it's like, no. And frankly, if that was going to be your tactic, you should have brought it up before the booking because it's all listed on the profile, you know? I love telling people that, you know, if they want, we will give them a full refund and they can go somewhere else. I love telling people that because number one, I really mean it, you know, like I will, depending on the circumstance and two, I think it makes them understand that like you're it not calls the their customer. bluff yeah. and and also like yeah I'm not trying to take advantage of you but yeah. I will not let you take advantage of me is the point exactly totally yeah. yeah I mean I don't love doing that only because for us it's it's not it's a much it's a whole big house that's oh, like yeah. well, it's a larger it's, loss it's harder to find someone at the last minute that's booking of thing. a week in the Poconos at the last minute no one is doing right that, so. right I mean no it, it does it, it has happened in the past for sure we've had a couple of times where we've saved somebody we actually had one family that was like <laughs> it was uh, I forget if I talked about this but like they also had too many people normally for a booking but they um it was like a nice family. Clearly, I spoke to them and they were like, the house canceled on us or like they showed up and like there were all these issues with it. I forget exactly what happened, but they were like, we're stranded with no house. Like we have to leave this place. There's like a bunch of issues with it. Is there any chance at the last minute? So I take them in at the last minute and then they go into my basement and there's water leaking. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had to replace the hot water heater and they actually did me a favor because I had no one there that weekend. You wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known and it would have kept leaking and it would have caused even more damage so not only did they save my ass in terms of the water leak but also i saved their ass in terms of them having a place to stay and so they were really nice and understanding and accommodating about it and then i i'm sure i like refunded them partially anyway because that was still an inconvenience for them um but yeah it kind of worked out yeah for some people you are an angel and for some people you're the worst guy they've ever met yep and like i don't know that's okay that's just a cross I'll have to bear. I know. I'll just listen to Mo Money, Mo Problems one time. <laughs>